you can make one sales call, you can do one thing, but when you start partnering with people, right, it's not it's not one to one now, it's not one to many, right? And that's how you can go from one to like a hundred or one to a thousand or whatever it is, if you create that right partnership, right? And you find people that need your services and your people need their services, it can be an amazing growth opportunity. That's how you can, you know, double, triple revenue in a short period of time. Right. Because you're not just doing one offs. Now you're like, hey, you've got this. I've got this. Let's go together and and grow and scale. And that's the fastest way to scale. I've seen people do it. Hey, it's Chuck here, and I'm so glad that you're listening to this episode. And I just want to take this quick moment right now to let you know about our free collaborators toolkit. And this episode is all about partnership and collaboration and our guests share many resources tools and things that you can use to make collaboration and partnership easier in your business so if you're looking for better ways to grow and scale your business through collaborations and strategic partnerships this free collaborators toolkit is going to contain the best resources from our workshops as well as contributions from our guests And these tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for. And they're going to help you to solve everyday business challenges and access highly effective ideas that can help and grow your business exponentially. I know they've helped me and I know they're going to help you as well. And the best part about these tools is that they're completely free. And our gift to you for being a valued member of our community and a subscriber to the show. So you can get access to all of the resources contained inside the Collaborators Toolkit today by visiting the website at www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. That address again is www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. Go ahead and register today, get access to all the resources, and I'm going to see you on the inside. Now, here's the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is the Creative Collaboration Show with Chuck Anderson. This is the show where we like to encourage our audience of business owners, entrepreneurs who are on a big mission with big ideas, trying to change the world, to look for ways to build and scale and grow their businesses much, much faster than doing it all yourself. And uh, we believe the best way to do that is to find others to collaborate. So what I pride myself in is uh, inviting amazing guests to the show who are not only uh, embracing collaboration and partnerships and uh, team and, you know, resources in their business, but they are just great people to collaborate with as well. And today is no exception. Uh, I'm honored to have Hugh Zaretsky with me today. Hugh, welcome to the show. Thank you, Chuck. I appreciate you having me on here. And it's an honor to be here with you. Awesome. And, you know, you know, we were talking about this before. I mean, you and I are very similar in our styles. You know, we're both investors. We're both entrepreneurs. We're both authors. We're both speakers. There's a lot of things that we're doing parallel in our worlds. But everybody's story is different. Everybody's origin story is different. Although, uh, I, you know, with the IT background and stuff, which I'll, I'll have you share, not too different because that's where I came from also. 
So, uh, you know, brothers from other mothers and all of that. So, uh, Hugh, welcome. So I think Hugh, uh, go ahead and, you know, tell everybody who you are and, and you know, what's your entrepreneurial story? Yeah, so um, I, I believed in the big lie. As I say, I come from three generations of teachers. Uh, you know, both my parents were teachers and I watched them struggle financially. So, yes, they had the time freedom, but they didn't have the financial freedom. So seeing that, not saying we were poor, but, you know, we, we, we had everything we needed, but, right, they, they still struggled. My dad had to work two jobs, those types of things. So I realized I want to do something different. So I decided to go into the corporate world. Computers were just coming out. IT was all the rage. So I got into computers at an early age and, um, you know, was director of technology for a company called DID Images, which most people as entrepreneurs know from marketing, newspaper sales, whatever it happens to be. Um, you know, the photos coming from every major newspaper out to them in under five minutes. That was my job. And then I was sitting in my office on a Tuesday. And luckily, it was a Tuesday when both planes flew directly past my window into the Twin Towers. And back then, we didn't have handy dandy cell phone cameras. And I was one of the first people to take pictures of the scene that day. Mm -hmm. I went out to every major newspaper. And that's the day that changed my life and changed the way I looked at the world. I realized the only difference between me and the people in the Twin Towers was my company signed a lease on a smaller building. So I fell backwards into real estate investing, took a course to raise capital. And they were like, do you want to train entrepreneurs and investors? And I said, I don't know. You didn't get paid to do that. And you can make money that way. So that's how I started. And uh, it's been 17 years since then. It's been Amazing. Amazing. I mean, 9-11, I think, is something is a day. And even as a Canadian, it, it changed me. Uh, as well, you know, and and I, it was a wake up call for a lot of us, but, you know, not being there, but, you know, being there, I, I could see how that would just really, you know, shake a person uh, to their core. What was the takeaway? What was the pivot point? Because, you know, it, you know, it changed the direction that you were going. What was the, what was the takeaway? What was the decision that you made from that point forward that you were going to do differently? Yeah, and I did lots of stupid things that day for a job that nobody should ever do. And uh, for all of our military vendor, uh, military members, first responders, people that kept the safe during COVID, we want to say thank you guys very much. You guys have seen things way worse than I did. But when I was sitting there and I had to go back down to the scene, sneak past the National Guard with M16s to get to my job. And if I didn't go, I knew they'd send one of my team members and I couldn't have that. Right? If I got hurt, I could live with it, but not if one of the people that worked for me got hurt. And so after sitting there and processing the photos of people having to jump off the top of the building, I was like, you know, they all their hopes and dreams will never get a chance to fulfill them. Do I really want to be stuck behind an IT desk for the rest of my life? Mm -hmm. And that was sort of the pivot. And I was like, all right, let's find something that I really enjoy. And I get to teach adults to think differently financially, entrepreneurs, and help them. I love the light bulbs going off in their brains and seeing that they can achieve a lot more than they ever thought. Yeah, that is something I get a big kick out of as well. It, it, it's so cool to work with people when they have that light bulb moment and you can see that moment of clarity. It's like their eyes change, their face changes, their whole energy demeanor changes. It's it's it, it's a real kick. It's It's easy to get addicted to. So, um, well, let's talk a little bit more about that. So who are, who do you, who would you say is the typical type of client or person who's coming into your world that, that you're working with? What are they coming to you with? What are they trying to do? Uh, et cetera. Yeah, I think, um, 
for us, well, the biggest thing is building not only your entrepreneur business, but having real estate as that support. That, that's how I believe in it. Because if our business crashes, we still have cash flow from our real estate. If real estate tends to crash, we still supported by our business. And most entrepreneurs only go into it with like one, they don't have a safety net. They don't have that backup plan. So we get those people that have, are successful entrepreneurs. And now they're like, all right, I don't want to be working, you know, the 80 hour weeks. I need that backup in case things happen. And then we get people coming out of their corporate jobs that are like, I hit the glass ceiling. Unfortunately, it usually takes a trauma, like a 9-11, like a death in the family, like a divorce, breakup or something for people to be like, I'm not really happy and they're not following their passion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I think, you know, there's so many people who want to start businesses or have already started businesses or been doing it for a while. I mean, I know I know people who call themselves solopreneurs who've been doing this 20 plus years. And I think one thing that I noticed that everyone has in common is some sort of either moment where there was like, okay, this happened, some triggering moment that like, like in your story that, okay, not doing that anymore, not doing the job anymore. I'm going this direction. Uh, and then others where they just get a great idea that, you know, they just want to follow their dreams and follow their passions. And, and so, so where, where are you working with people? Like, are they at the really early stage of, okay, I want to become an entrepreneur. So help me to do it. Or have they already made the decision and they're already in a business? Like where, where are you finding most of the people that you're, that are coming into your world? Yeah. We really have like three places, right? One mm -hmm. is people that aren't sure what they want to do. They hit that glass ceiling, right? That's what the book's about. How to do all the things to do before you leave your job. And if you've already left your job, some of the things you can do to set yourself up financially, because I think that's one of the biggest things. Like everybody's, you know, we're all like, fire your boss, let's fire our boss, let's get out. But there are certain steps we should take before we become entrepreneurs, you know, and it, me, for you and I, I'm sure we learned it the hard way, which was we fired our bosses. And then it's like to get a traditional mortgage. They're like, hey, you don't really qualify as well. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, so there's there's these things we can put in place while we still have a W-2 job to do that. Right. And then we get them once they've been running their business for a while. And it's like, all right, now we want to go to that next level. Right. But, but let's up that game. So we get them there. And then we get the people that are like, all right, I've done my business. I want to slow down. I want to move more towards the real estate. So it really just depends on where, where they're at in their cycle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amazing. So let's, well, let's talk about the book because we've mentioned it a couple of times. So the launch button. Uh, so two things, what inspired you to write it and then tell us a little bit about it. Okay. Uh, well, growing up, I said, my parents were teachers. I followed my dad who was a math teacher. My mom was an English teacher. I'm not a good, I was not a good speller. I was not good at grammar. There was no chat GPT at that time to write <laughs> everything for you, right? There was no bots or anything. So I actually had to go and write it out. And it really sort of helped me grow in that area because I was always good with math. I was always good with numbers. I could always, you know, plug things in and make stuff happen, but to go ahead and do that. So anybody that's holding the map for any reason, if I can't, if I couldn't spell and I couldn't do grammar and I could write a book, so can you. Uh, but the, the emphasis of that was that, you know, so many people, whether in the corporate world or whatever it is, I feel they hit the glass ceiling and they feel trapped financially. Um, some people ego their title, right? Like I'm a VP, I'm a director, I'm whatever this is, and I can't, you know, leave to follow my passion. And then too many people follow their passion, but don't have the income to do it, right? So it's like, 
you, you got to follow that. So it was just like, here's all the steps that I've learned. I've coached over 10,000 students across the United States and Canada. And it was just like, let's take all those examples and put them out there because everybody's going to relate to something in there. And then the book actually has exercises for people to do. So it's more like almost like a workbook in there that if you follow it, it'll create the blueprint for you to leave your job or take your business to the next level. And some of the things you can still go back and do. So it's very interactive. And we have that those PDFs on the Entrepreneur Family site for people for free. Amazing. Well, you know, we and books are just so valuable. And, you know, I, some of the best things that I have learned in my entrepreneurial journey come from books. I've written books as well. So I love it that you've taken these best tips, these best ideas and written them into a book. And uh, that's one of the things that we do with the show. We like we like to recommend books. By the way, if you want to check out Hugh's book and you're watching this on video, there's a link just beneath this video. And then uh, if you're listening to this on a podcast, just click on the show notes. It's there as well. But Hugh, I wanted to ask you, so uh, so you've written this book. Can you give us um, kind of an overview of like, you know, like what are the tips? What are the takeaways, you know, or kind of the meat and potatoes of the content here that people are going to to learn? And, and I guess this is also kind of what you teach and and what you coach people through. So it's it's kind of letting people know a little bit more about what you've learned, what you're applying, and then those lessons that you're helping other people implement. Yeah, so we, we break the book into three phases, right? There's the launch phase, which, you know, and we use the rocket analogy, so it made it super simple with the launch button, like the easy button, you just sort of hit it, like it, it's real easy if you follow the steps. But being able to take that and say, okay, once we get you off the ground, here's all the things to do before you leave your, your job or your significant other has one, you want to fire that, their boss or whatever it is. And then we lay out that plan so that you can have the freedom. And phase two is like creating that, revenue where you can have a lot of people nowadays it's all about you know with covid or pre-covid we were burning ourselves out now it's like i want to travel i want to have space i want to have those things how can you create a lifestyle with your entrepreneur business to be able to do that right whether you've got short-term airbnb properties around the country whether you're using different things to achieve that so it shows you how you can create that snowbird lifestyle I know a lot of Canadians like to go to Florida, you know, like creating those lifestyles where you can run your business from anywhere. And that's what it talks about. And there's some cool tips on there about different sites you can use to build a side hustle. Even if you don't want to do it full time, we talked about testing it, setting up systems to support you. And then the last phase is once we're in orbit, it's really the easiest phase just to keep it running. Right. You know, you just take a, you know, if you ever watched like the space shuttle or anything like that. It's like a little tap and all of a sudden like it, it goes for another, you know, year or so circling around the earth. Right. So it's just getting people through this, the stages. And most people get stuck in that middle phase. Well, and then they, they fall back to earth. Right. And we don't want that to happen. You know, what you just described is something that I see with people on the entrepreneurial journey so often. In fact, it happened to me early on where, you know, you get to start the business. You're so excited. You're uh, so enthusiastic. You're making some progress. And then there's this moment where it seems to snap you back into uh, a place where not necessarily a starting line, but sometimes uh, that happens where it's like you're making this progress and then something happens and then it moves you backwards. Uh, and is that kind of what you mean? Like when you're talking about that 
that moment. Yeah, I mean, like, just whether we burn ourselves, like entrepreneurs, I would think what Lord Grenier said it, like we trade 40 hours to work 80, but you can only do that for so long and then like you burn out, right? Like yeah. you don't recharge, you don't, so you start falling backwards, right? So now you got to get that. And as entrepreneurs can be pretty lonely because you try and, and I know that Chuck, that's why you have your group that you created that I'm a part of as well, right? Mm -hmm. Like it can be lonely out there because you try and talk to people. I mean, when I fired my boss, my dad called me every name in the book, right? Like, cause he's all about teacher, you know, secure income, health benefits, all those things. And he's like, you're throwing that all away to go try something, right? Like that's just crazy in his world. And for a lot of people, you're crazy as entrepreneurs among your friends, right? So it's like, you've got to find a new group, a new tribe. That's why we created that, you know, we call it the E-Family, Entrepreneur Family. It's, it's family. We use the Ohana from Hawaii, which is, aunties and uncles are people we respect. They're not necessarily true family members, but you get to pick and choose your family. So who do you want to sort of guide you through these processes and being able to do that? So if you have the right support system, you're not going to fall back to earth. But if you don't have that, and you're doing it as a solopreneur, as we were saying, people fall back to earth all the time because they don't have it. They need somebody just to kick them in the pan sometimes. Absolutely. Well, and I know we're going to give everybody a link to check that out uh, later, and we'll talk a little bit more about it later in the episode as well. But, you know, you, what you mentioned here is that that community being around like minded people. And, you know, I come from a family of farmers. Uh, were we self-employed in a way? Yes. Were we independent in a way? Yes. Uh, but, it, you know, I in a lot of ways, it's different than. Uh, then the way, you know, we run our business today, we were very much do it yourselfers. And, uh, and we didn't, you know, we, we were supportive of the other, the others, but there wasn't this, you know, uh, community and a lot of fam, you know, like you say, like family, they don't always understand what you're doing. Right. It's like, oh, cause they just want you to be safe and comfortable. Right. So like, oh, like you want to, you don't want to, leave the security of your job you you want to have the stable income and all that kind of stuff and yeah there's a lot of comfort in getting around other entrepreneurs who are going through uh the same thing absolutely and uh well to that point um and you mentioned you know just learning from others and stuff like who who would you say who who are your business i guess heroes and maybe some that you've learned the most from uh, that inspired. Yeah, I mean, I, I think one of the biggest things that I, I take away, and I, and I come from an athletic background, um, playing sports and almost making the Olympics in 92, uh, was simply that we see so many people when they're finished, but we don't see when they them sweating, right? We only see people when they're successful. And mm -hmm. so many people see that and they're like, oh, I can just go do that. And it's like, no, these people have been working on it for years at their craft, right? Mm -hmm. Like they sacrificed. Um, I, I used, you know, a lot of people know who Michael Jordan is. It's like when you see, like, they didn't go to the parties, they didn't go to the, those things, right? They were drilling, they were training, and that's why they became so successful. And you can like people or not like people, but there's always things you can take away from them, right? Mm -hmm. So there's been so many uh, great people. I mean, if you look at Tony Robbins' story, right, what he's done. Uh, I, I worked with a group with a blind attorney out of New Jersey, right, that is able to win a lot of the highest jury verdicts in the country. Um, I mean, your guys' group, like, I always pick up inspiration everywhere, even just from the stories of people. But you know, I get started with the Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you know, we get started on those books. I, 
I actually spoke and worked with Robert Allen for a while there and just seeing what people can build when you just truly have that one focus on what you want to build, right? And the passion behind an entrepreneur is just amazing. Like the things that they will do to succeed and, you know, so those were two of the big ones there mm-hmm. for that, just being able to see that and sort of step forward. Yeah, I love what you just said there. One thing that really stood out to me is, you know, talking about the struggle and the the journey. I mean, Michael Jordan, everyone remembers him from uh, how amazing he was on the court, but he didn't, it wasn't like a magic wand hit him and he was just a magically amazing. That guy worked hard and he's is focused. And, you know, some people go, oh yeah, he's, you know, ego or he's, you know, a lot of people, that personality doesn't work for them and because they want him to be like, you know, this friendly personal guy, but the guy is so focused. And I think people take that the wrong way. Um, and it sometimes happens to me as well, because I like to be focused on my business. And some people will take that as meaning, oh, he doesn't want to talk to me or whatever. But it's like, hey, look, no, I don't want to go to that party right now. I don't want to do that. I've got this other big thing. I've got these other people counting on me. We're trying to change lives here. We're trying to do something amazing. Um, and they don't always understand that, right? Uh, the other thing too, Speaking to the struggle. Sorry, on that, it's, it's the yeah. discipline, right? Discipline sort of has a bad connotation nowadays. It's like, no, this is my routine. Like, I, you know, I, I used to run a meeting, or I run a meeting every Thursday night. It's like Thursday nights, I just can't do anything. If you schedule something on a Thursday, I'm out, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not like, like you said, and you and I are probably pretty direct with people. We're just like, no, I can't do it, right? It's not like I don't want to do it. I'd love to do it, but you just schedule it on a different night. And I'm sure you've got things like that too, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's like you mentioned our group. That's Thursday mornings for me. And so a lot of people try to schedule things in on Thursday mornings. They invite me to their events. They want me to support their events and stuff. It's like, great, don't schedule it on a Thursday. I won't be there. (laughs) So uh, exactly. Uh, Coming back to the struggle, I wanted to just say this because I think so many people get taken down the wrong path by the shiny object by the silver bullet, the magic wand. And uh, while there are things that can help us create quantum leaps in our business, uh, the whole idea, and and unfortunately this happens in our industry where people try to oversimplify, and it's like, oh, if you just do this one thing, you're gonna be a gazillionaire, it's gonna be super easy. And, you know, almost every entrepreneur I have the conversation with is like, hey, nothing about this is friggin' easy. Like, if you want to choose easy, don't choose entrepreneurship. Go get a job somewhere, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, you, you get to start at nine, you get to stop at five and uh, go on and do your thing. Because, you know, for me, entrepreneurship is 24-7. Uh, w- what's your experience with that? No, it, it really is. Like, I, everybody think, I think everybody thinks it's easy. Right. That's what I see people think like, oh, yeah, you know, you're not. Oh, yeah, it's easy. Right. And it's like, <laughs> no, like you don't punch a clock. You know, it's like, you, you know, I, I just did an event. I flew down on Friday, came back on Sunday. Right. I spoke all day Saturday. Everybody's like, oh, how's Florida? I was like, uh, I was outside for 30 minutes. Like I saw the sun. Right. Like it was granted it was 85 down there, but I was working the whole time. Right. Like and everybody just thinks you're by the pool. Right. For the weekend. And I was like, no, we're, we're doing this. And. But we, you know, but the long-term benefit can be huge, right? If you stay the course and you and you do the things, but it's 
an entrepreneur roller coaster. You're on top of the world and then you're down here and then you're on top of the world until it starts to smooth out. And I think that's where a lot of people that want to become entrepreneurs get knocked out, right? Mm-hmm. It's that struggle and they don't, it, until it smooths out, until you get used to, you know, Chuck's going to be on Fox News or CNN or MSNBC. And then, oh, no, they canceled your show, your episode. They moved you to for like another year, right? Like, I even think that there's a part of being an entrepreneur that craves the chaos, right? And so like when things are going smoothly, our brains start to go to, well, what's next? What else can I do? Uh, and next thing you know, you're buying Twitter, <laughs> right? Uh, which, you know, so it doesn't matter what level you get to. There's always another level. There's always a new project. There's always a new thing. Right. And I think that's what we all have in common. Uh, and I think this this might be a good lead into your, uh, your group. And also, um, you know, which I think ties in really nicely with the theme of the show, because, I mean, this is all about collaboration. We want to move away from being a solo entrepreneur and start connecting, you know, connecting with others that can support us. And, um, you know, I coming from that farming background, we did everything ourselves. Uh, It was not collaborating and partnering with others was not a natural thing for me. It was really out of my own frustration and my own hitting the wall in my own business that I realized, you know what, I'm trying to do things that are not my thing. Like I need to find someone to partner with or I need to bring someone in or whatever. So, you know, what has been your experience with collaborations and partnerships and how they played a role in the growth of your business? Well, I think they're actually the fastest way to grow. Like, you know, you can you can make one sales call, you can do one thing, but when you start partnering with people, right, it not, it's not one to one now, it's not one to many, right? And that's how you can go from one to like a hundred or one to a thousand or whatever it is, if you create that right partnership, right? And you find people that need your services and your people need their services, it can be an amazing growth opportunity. That's how you can, you know, double, triple revenue in a short period of time. Right. Because you're not just doing one offs. Now you're like, hey, you've got this. I've got this. Let's go together and and grow and scale. And that's the fastest way to scale. I've seen people do it. Right. One good partnership like that. Now, we all know partnerships are designed to sink. Right. That's the only boat that is designed to sink. You know, that's the big joke in the industry. But if you keep it simple. Right. And you have the right intentions. And that's the biggest thing. I don't think people sometimes take enough time to align values and align goals with people. And start small. Like if you start small and scale it, um, but yeah, you can go. That's the fastest way I've grown. That's the fastest thing I've done. You know, we did certain partnerships. We did certain, um, whether it's a speaking event or whether it's launching new businesses, right? Creating that partnership, having that same. And you get, you just can't partner with somebody that has the same thing as you. So what I always say, like you got lots of time and money. You know, whatever resource you don't have, you, you got to find that partner. And I know you did that with Michelle, like on some of your things, right? Like if we're not organized or organized or different things, find people with the opposite things. You know? So, yeah, exactly. Well, some of my early partnerships failed because I partnered with people who were just like me. And we were both strong in the same areas and both weak in the same in, in the same areas. And so it was destined to fail. Uh, one of the reasons that Michelle and I uh, work at, well so well together is we're both specialists at different things. And when you combine what she does with what I do, it becomes something new and different. So, so I love that. And that's a great point. So when you 
And and then I think it also has to fill a need, right? So it's like if you're if you think of your business or your goal as a as a puzzle, what's that missing puzzle piece that you need to bring in that that completes the puzzle, right? And so my question to you is like when you identify that in your business, uh, what's your go to place or or source or method or whatever for finding people to collaborate or partner with? The biggest thing is through other entrepreneurs. That, you know, we all struggle, we all look for different things, and we're all constantly trying to find that. And it's finding people you trust that have other people, right? Because if you're one of the things what used to be is we used to close our Rolodex down. It used to be like, hey, I don't, I'm not going to share my information with you. But if I like and trust you, I'm going to give you, right? I'm going to give you all my contacts. I'm going to give you, right, access to all those people that can help you. You're like, Hey, I need this. Right. And then I, I provide that. And that's the biggest way is through other entrepreneurs like that. Right. It, it's your ability to do that, to find those people to partner with. It's those ability to build those relationships. And it doesn't take up, it doesn't have to be long-term. We can build relationships quickly. Right. You and I have known each other for a short period of time. We're starting to do things together. Right. Because you can just see quickly as, as you've been an entrepreneur for a while, you can see pretty quickly who's for real and who's not. And that's one of the things that um, had me had a bad experience when I first started speaking and training with some people. So to be able to trust and share that information, it took me a little while to get past that. Right. Well, you kind of start to develop a radar for the BS and uh, and then also for the authenticity, right? And you can very quickly tell, you know, usually the people who, uh, one of the things that I notice as a tell is that when somebody, when you're talking to them, they're constantly telling you about all the amazing things they've done and all they mean, like, oh, I'm great at this and I'm amazing at this and da, 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 da. And to me, that's a red flag <laughs> when people start talking like that, because those are the, usually the ones that not only they're trying to convince me, I think they're trying to convince themselves that they're they're really good at it. But those are usually the ones who can't really back up what they're what they're talking. The ones that are much more humble about it uh, are usually the ones that uh, that are the the best to work with. What's been your experience with that? Yeah, um, it's funny you say that. It just triggered something in my mind. You know, I used especially with like the beginners out there, like I'm I'm gonna be your next superstar, Hugh. I'm gonna be this, and I'm always like, okay, sure. You know, like, I know you're the shiny object person then. Just like you came in, you see this and you're like, you know, it's the quiet ones that are like taking it in that may not be so great in the beginning, but they stick with it. And then over time, they spring into action, right? And do that. But um, yeah, I've seen that often, right? And it's the people, some people, they don't, they're looking at that short term. I look for the people that look for the long-term partnership, right? Like, hey, we can do this and we'll make it, killing over here but it's like all right but how do we sustain it like people are like look, look we're gonna go slowly the people usually that want to go slowly are the ones that have been around a while like hey we're gonna start with this we're gonna start with phase one then if we do well we'll go to phase two and then phase three you know you're like all right you're you're looking to build something long term with me right versus just like let's just go to the moon today yeah <laughs> so you know there was a saying that one of my mentors used to always say is that every overnight success has been years in the making. And it kind of goes back to what we were talking about with Michael Jordan. I mean, yeah. you know, he, he didn't start off amazing. He grew into being amazing because of all of his hard work and focus. And, and that was years in the making, right? And you yeah. have to put in the work, you have to put in the effort. Um, 
And so, so I wanted to make sure that we, we talk about your, your entrepreneurial group as well. So, uh, tell us about that. And, yeah. um, cause we've talked about the book, we've talked about collaboration. Yeah. We've ta- covered a lot of ground. I mean, I know Hugh, you and I could probably go on for hours cause we have lots of stories to tell, but I want to make sure that we tell people about your group. Yeah. So the entrepreneur family, I started it, um, because, like I said, as entrepreneurs, even though we're really good in certain areas of our lives, like you, you, we've already discussed here, there's certain areas we are not so good at. So I don't feel like anybody could coach anybody like in every area of their life. You know, even some of the successful people we've talked about, they're like, well, what about this in their personal life? Well, you know, there's always something you can nitpick on somebody's life that they could do better. So if we had different coaches in different areas of our lives that are experts in those, right, that's who we go to. Right. I'd rather go to the expert and ask the question than spend years and years banging my head against the wall, you know, uh, where we are. And so that was the emphasis of the entrepreneur uh, family is that we have people from business, health, wealth, um, social media, coaching, right, different areas to be able to walk you through whatever area you need it. Right. And then the goal is we are giving away scholarships to people under the age of 18. That's the give back part. Uh, we want to make sure that we reach out to those young entrepreneurs, be able to give them, you know, they get a free membership for everyone that has a, a membership as well. We give one away to support them because they don't get that support in school or, or they don't get that support at home, right? Same type of thing. And if we start guide them, then we're going to have a bigger impact. And it's just that ripple impact, right? We can affect, as you said, collaboration with others can grow us huge, you know, in different areas really quickly. Yeah, and, and getting around other people who are just like us, right? And 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 support. And this is why I like, you know, with with the group that we're in, and we we also run a, a weekly networking group. We meet so many amazing people that we get to learn from. Yeah, we're sharing and teaching in some respects, but we're also learning in a big way. Uh, and none of us has all the answers, but I do believe that some of us has the answers that the others are looking for. And yeah. and if we could just connect more and learn what each other does and look for opportunities like, well, you do this and I do that. And and if we bring that together, what new thing could we create? I mean, who knows uh, what can be created from that? So I love that. Um, And by the way, if you want to check this out, just for those who are listening, if you're watching this on video, there's a link just beneath this video. Go check it out. And uh, so what's it called again, Hugh? The Entrepreneur Family or eFamily.com. All right. And so uh, click the link right beneath the video. Go check that out. And then if you're listening to this on a podcast, just go ahead and click into the show notes. You'll find all the links there as well. And uh, so, you know, we've got your book there, the launch button. We've got your entrepreneurial family that is there as well. And uh, and then, Hugh, if people have uh, questions or they want to connect with you uh, in some way, where where's the best way to connect with you online? Yeah, you can just go to, to the website, useretsy.com or on a, any of the social media. Luckily, uh, you know, my name sounds like Gretzky for all you Canadians out there. <laughs> so it's just with a Z and uh, you, can, you can hit it up on there. Uh, but one thing for you, for you, and I know your group's about collaboration, Chuck, and you're doing mm-hmm. this. And it's always finding that way to do intentional collaboration with people, right? You know, if we set that intention of who we want to meet, one of the biggest mistakes I see in network meetings is people go there and just try and meet everybody. But all you need is one, two or three connections when you go to a networking event or a Zoom meeting now as we're doing them to find that right person that you're looking for. That's going to explode your business because they got, like you said, the opposite of what you have. 
And if we're always looking for that up level of that, I mean, that's how I found you um, through another connection. They were like, hey, go check this out. So I did, right? Like, it's like, I wanted to learn uh, how to do better podcasts and things like that. So I came to you and Michelle, right? Through a referral. I was like, who do you know that's great at that? They're like, go talk to this person, right? So as we up level our networks and we up level our um, whatever it is we want to up level, we're just looking at that. And we just started doing some really cool intentional networking events of like, high net worth individuals, exclusive, those types of things. And you guys can create that as well. Amazing. Well, like I said, all of Hugh's links are are there. We've got the the book, we've got the eFamily, we've got uh, Hugh, your contact information is and, and all your links are, are there as well. Just check that out beneath the video uh, on podcast. Check that out in the show notes. Everything is there. I highly recommend that you do this and you know our with our audience you know again why do we do this we want to inspire you to stop doing everything yourself and if you're struggling with something find someone to collaborate with and uh, if anything that hugh has said here today resonates with you uh here is a great man to uh connect with and to collaborate with and he just might be able to lead you to the missing piece of the puzzle that you are looking for and uh, highly recommend that you do time well spent for sure hugh uh we could we could spend all day doing this but this has been amazing so far um and so you know to bring this episode to a close uh i would just want to ask you if you had one final piece of advice or words of wisdom to impart on our audience today what would you tell them I think the biggest thing that I've learned in the last year, right, 17 years of doing this, we all go through phases, but in the last year is really like defining the, the next person that you want. They may be out of your league right now, but um, taking the actions. And I always tell my team, if something's 70 to 80% of what you want, say yes to it. You're never going to get 100% of what you're asking for, but if it's 70, 80%, say yes to that opportunity. That's how I ended up leaving my corporate job. That's how I ended up here. It was like, yep, I'm. 70 80% we say yes and then it takes off from there well said great words to uh, to end this episode by so Hugh thank you so much and to our audience thank you hopefully this has been inspirational for you and and that it's given you some ideas and if you have ideas then those ideas need to be followed up with action steps so what's that action that you're going to take next maybe it's to connect to hugh maybe it's to go get his book maybe it's to join the e-family uh go whatever it is for you go take that action take that action today because that action followed by another one followed by another one is ultimately going to get you to your goal much faster than continuing to do everything on your own and that's why we bring people like you in to have them share uh, all of their amazing tips and strategies and stories and hopefully to inspire you to keep going keep moving forward on that big mission that big vision and possibly world changing business idea that got you on this entrepreneurial journey in the first place and you know our goal is to help to uh, keep you focus to keep you moving forward and to see your dreams come into realization so with that i'm going to say keep being awesome keep moving forward and join us back here for the next episode this has been chuck anderson with the creative collaboration show and uh, we'll see you on the next episode thank you 
This episode is brought to you by the Collaborators Toolkit. If you're looking for better ways to grow and scale your business through collaborations and strategic partnerships, our free Collaborators Toolkit contains the best resources from our workshops, as well as contributions from our guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday business challenges and to access highly effective ideas that can grow your business exponentially. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and our gift to you for being a valued member of our community and a subscriber to our show. You can get free instant access to the Collaborators Toolkit today by visiting our website at www.collaboratorsunite.com forward slash toolkit. That address again is www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. Register today and I'll see you on the inside.